Hey guys, welcome to Dream Stories. This is Michael French, and along with my wife, Elisa, we're going to spend some time talking about dreams and dream interpretation. We're looking forward to sharing some of our dream stories with you. So hang out, and let's see what happens. Well, it's good to be back in the studio again, doing uh, what we are enjoying and finding, I don't know, just life-giving. You smile so big when you talk about this stuff. I think I was made for radio or TV. You have a face made for radio? Is that what they say? No. <laughs> I'd say my, no. <laughs> I don't think I have a face. <laughs> Sorry about that. You have a beautiful face. You have a face made for television. <laughs> don't know if I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, you know, I want to talk about, I know we talk about your uh, book just about every time we, we do this, but, uh, you know, I think it can be a really good tool for people to learn from, especially if, if you have an interest in this podcast and what we're doing. I think this book can be a really revealing um, tool to learn from. And um, I just want to read a little bit about what's in the very front of the book. And it's, it says, Dreams are certainly one of the many ways that God communicates with his people. This book presents over 50 dreams from real people, not fake people, (laughs) so that the reader can hear a dream and its interpretation and then see how it came to pass and affected the dreamer's life. Solid proof that dreams really are telling us something. This book also provides background for dream interpretation and a section about famous people and their dreams. And what I like about this little synopsis is, you know, many times when we've been maybe out in the streets or just doing what we do in life and we're interpreting dreams for people, we don't always get to see the other side of the dream. Like We might interpret it, but we may not ever get to see the fullness of it. And to me, this one is dreams that have happened, dreams that have been interpreted, and have, and the interpretation has come to pass. And you yeah. can see you're kind of on the other side of it. And sometimes it takes years to get on the other side of it, doesn't it? It can. It I think really I had can. an Irish accent when I was just about to talk right there. <laughs> might, have been, might have been thinking about Brendan McCauley. Maybe, maybe. We've got a good friend in Ireland, too. We should get him on the podcast sometime. That'd be oh, fun. Oh, goodness. We've got a good friend in Ireland named Brendan McCauley who's a dream interpreter. He's he is an amazing an, guy. He has a dream in our book, too. And he's actually, I think, writing a book I about dreams right now. So he, that oh, would he would be, be really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we might not get to talk, but that's okay. It'd be good. It'd be good. But anyway, so you don't. Sometimes it's when you get on the other side of. I mean, it can be years down the road when you see a dream, the fullness of it, you get the full understanding of it. So yeah, it's really cool. So that's what's neat about this book. You get to see it. So hey, this is one of those few times I've written a book when I like talking about it because it's not much of my stories. It's other people's stories. It is other people's stories. It's cool. And we wanted to talk about one of those dreams. In we can talk today. about one of those because we've been talking about um, categories of dreams right. for some time now. I think two or three weeks at least we've been talking about it. And I thought we should pick kind of a strange category, one that you know some people might find unusual or, or even what do you do with this, and that's warning dreams. Right. So what's a warning dream? That's I mean, that's a big are you Sounds asking important. me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. What is a warning dream? Uh, to me, the warning dream is warning you of something. It's like, hey, pay attention to this. You know, this is, 
I always say revealing. It's revealing something about maybe what's going on. And so you had a dream that um, you had selected out of the book that you wanted me to to read. Yeah, we can do that one. I think one thing that we want to remind people again who are listening is the categories of dreams are not absolute, but they help point us to what do you do with it. So a warning dream is saying pay attention to something, something needs to change, or there could be a problem. And I thought this was a great dream from the book that we could talk about. That's an example of really what a warning dream is. Yeah, and and sometimes a warning dream, when it's revealing something, it may not be. Sometimes we can't change what's coming. But it can let us know that God is aware. He's not dumbfounded by what's going on. He he gave you the dream ahead of time. You know, it could be to warn you, but it could be to, to just say, hey, Pay attention they, to this and just know that I'm, I'm not up in heaven uh, unaware by of what's going on. Yeah, and, and, and it may be something you can change or not change, but right. you're going to know it's coming. Yeah, That's and it doesn't mean you can't pray or be prepared spiritually or whatever, right? Sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about this dream. This is called, we talked about titles and how they can really set like a framework or a, just be the, the thing that gives us a clue about what the dream is about, but it's called Computer Spider. Not a real spider. It's a computer spider. That's a computer spider. What's the difference between a real spider and a computer spider? That's well, the real question. Hey, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so, uh, this this is in the category of a warning dream. The colors were kind of muted, and we'll talk about colors too if we have time sure. to today. Um, and uh, on here, you 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 break it down and you say who's the dreamer, and it says a mother. Yep. Then you say the source, possibly the enemy. And then the color was muted. The dream category is a warning dream. And see, let me stop you there for okay. a second because that's something we haven't really mentioned that's important. We've talked about the places dreams come from mm-hmm. on the show before, but we haven't talked about what you do with them. A dream from God, a dream from the enemy, a dream from our soul. The cool thing I love about biblical dream interpretation is it doesn't matter where the dream came from. Your creator knows the dream, even if he wasn't the one who gave it. God, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, knows what that dream came for. And even if the enemy gave it and intended it for bad things, right. biblical dream interpretation, listening to the Spirit of God, lets you take something that was intended for evil and turn it around to become something valuable, important, and good and point you in a good direction. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so a lot of times darker dreams or dreams that maybe come from the enemy end up being warning dreams because mm-hmm. they reveal what the negative plan for your life might have been. Yeah. And many, anyway, many times they're muted in color. And, and again, we can go into, I mean, you can spend a long time on talking about color and dreams because there's a lot of different, there's dulled colored and then there's absence of color. And, you know, so anyway, yeah. and this one is just, it, we're just going to, Keep it short and simple and say it's muted colors. And here's the dream. The mother says, I was trying to chase down and catch a spider, a spider-like thing that was made up of computer parts. Its behavior was very erratic, and it was hard to catch. We kept it cornered for a while, justifying that its freedom would allow us to learn from it. Eventually, I did capture it, but it kept trying to get out of the box in which I had placed it in. Yeah. And then, do you want me to continue on? No, I mean, well, okay. let's just think about it for a minute. Okay. Because, you know, I think something that's important about that, it was a mother dreaming it. And so this computer spider, when she talks about uh, we, 
when we kept it cornered for a while, the fact it was a mother dreaming it, it really indicates it's the family was keeping it cornered. And, and while I don't think the dream says that detail in the book, I, I remember spending some time with this dreamer and her sharing this story with me. It was really about her and her son in particular mm. and the way the spider was running around mm. and they were the ones cornering it and trying to keep it you know, right. captured. Well, I wonder if you should go ahead and read the interpretation uh, like we normally do and then we'll go back and break it down and say how we came to the conclusion of what we did on the interpretation sure, side. Sure, sure. Uh, let me just say this. When this dreamer came to me, and shared the dream, they already knew basically what had happened and what was going on. That's one of the things I they love about the story. They had a sense about the dream. They understood they? what it related to. And their understanding about the dream was just straight up, a friend helped them to recognize that the dream was related to a computer game their son was playing. Mm. And that's what the warning was about. Pretty powerful. Yep. So the, the interpretation we gave them was that this dream is about an attack that's coming against your family through the computer. And it may be easy to catch. It may not be easy to catch uh, on to how that's happening. But once you do, you'll be able to see that it has to be dealt with or it'll keep coming back. Pretty simple interpretation. Right. It, it's about an attack coming through the computer. It may be hard to catch on to what's happening. But when you do, you've got to deal with it, not just sort of keep it cornered. You've got to completely deal with it. Right. Um, and that fit exactly what had happened you know, yeah. in their life. A little background on that or not? Yeah, yeah. well, a little background on it was that, that basically uh, the friend of theirs who had helped them realize that this dream was about a computer game, they didn't listen to them. <laughs> I mean, bottom line, right. they didn't get rid of the computer game. They kept thinking if they kept it corralled, mm -hmm. limited the amount limited of time, the time their son was playing mm -hmm. it, uh, set certain boundaries for it, that the problem would go right away. But she shared with me after we did the interpretation, was sharing the story, the restrictions they put on the son didn't help. It right. didn't change things. He just got frustrated because he couldn't play his game all the time. Right, right. And he didn't like the fact they – uh, he knew they wanted to get rid of it in the first place, and so right. he just felt like they were putting off the inevitable and not letting him play his game. Right. And so it created a problem basically because they didn't deal with the whole thing. Right. And that's, I mean, that's really what's going on in this dream, and it's, it's, it's actually not a really difficult dream to see. And you don't have to know it's a computer game. You don't have to know it's a game. The, the simple thing is the spider was made of computer parts. It's something to do with the computer. Yeah. It's coming. It's something coming out of the computer yeah. or made from the computer, created by the computer. Right. So it's some kind of computer program. Because most of the time we would think of a spider being kind of like an enemy, you know. Yeah. I mean, at least that's where most females and this so, is a mother. And this is a mother. And so, you know, women, how do we feel about spiders? Now, look, I've seen some men that can scream higher than a woman when he sees <laughs> a spider. So There's nobody who screams like your sister screams. Oh, um, can we not I even I love go showing there? her bugs. I do not like you showing my sister bugs. So, um, but anyway, so let's stay on track. Okay, sorry. <laughs> my sister can... Um, we should get her on Make one you lose time. Your breath. We should get her on one no. time and let me show her a spider. 
No. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So she could make good horror movie <laughs> sounds, you know, for people for when they were screaming. If she listens to this podcast, oh, yeah. she'll scream just from me talking about probably, spiders. Probably, probably. Okay, sorry. Back on topic. We're yeah. talking about a computer parts that made up a spider. Yeah, so, so the way that I, I love how uh, God has a language with his children, and he used a spider here to, to tell this mom something. And so to me, um, you know, it doesn't mean that you could take the stream and say that all computer games for all children are bad and they're all from the enemy and you should get rid of all of them. God chose to speak to her about a specific problem that had to do maybe with this specific game for her child. Yeah, and, and everyone's different. That's a big deal because I don't, you know, we, you, you know, I grew up in a home that was very, my dad, it's amazing. I loved my dad. He's passed away. Uh, you know, I love my mom. Amazing parents. I just, I had great, great parents, but they were very, very restrictive about things. Yeah. I mean, they literally, growing up in a, a, a Christian home that was a little bit religious at the time I was younger, uh, I had a set of uh, Chronicles of Narnia books, you know, and the first book is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. And they burned my Chronicles of Narnia books because good Christian parents. Yes, good Christian parents. This is the reason some people leave church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they burned them because the title of one of the books had a witch in it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so we're not talking. It had to be about, bad. It had to be bad. And I mean, my dad was great. He came back and apologized Absolutely. to me later, and he understood. You know, and, and he was just very repentant of it. And yeah. that's why I have a good childhood experience with my faith yeah. is because my dad was so open yeah. both with his strong feelings of protection and recognizing when he went too far with it. Right. But but that's a good point. Some people will say, take a dream like this and just say, all computer stuff is bad. That's right. Don't play any games. Yep. Oh, they're, they're shooting people in that game, Call of Duty or something. They're right. shooting people in that game. It's got blood. Don't play that game. Right. And it doesn't mean you can't that. apply it. You can't take a, a blanket statement and just apply it for all dreams. So this is specific to this mom, and um, and, it for, and for me, a spider represents more than just an enemy. For me, many times a spider in a dream is going to represent a demonic influence or a spiritual influence of some kind. Why? It's something that weaves a web. It weaves, and what do we say? We weave a web of deceit yeah. kind of thing. We yeah. use that term. And one of the, the, in my mind, one of our enemy's tactics is deception. So it's this, this demonic influence or this deception that's coming from a particular spider. One spider, not, there weren't, Millions and millions of spiders crawling out of the computer. And they're probably, I mean, he probably had more than one computer game, you know? Right. This happened to be the particular one that was not the right one. And we don't know what uh, what may be out there that our children are partaking in that could be a um, kind of a pull for them or a uh, stumbling block for them that we as parents try to help them avoid but we we cannot help we cannot protect our children from every single thing but god spoke to her through this dream to say hey pay attention to this she ignored it at first and then she realized uh i'm still having problems and then what was the clue for that that was that spider even they tried to corral it and push it in the corner in a box the spider kept trying to get out yeah. And that was one of the things. It just you couldn't control it, no matter what. You yeah. know, even they tried to corral it, tried to bring it under control, and it just didn't help. And you know, something I think is interesting about that dream is that the you know it's just it's one spider, 
and mom knows what game it is. Yeah. This is not like God is having to bang on her head and say, you're not listening this particular. She knew that one of the games was creating behavioral issues with her son. And, And it was related to a specific game. This was God saying, hey, this could get out of hand. It wasn't him having to tell her this is a problem. It was him saying this could get out of hand if you don't deal with it. And you can't just try and set boundaries. You've got to completely deal with it. And what I love uh, is that she has that dream, and then a few days later, and you know, not not that much long longer uh, later, her son has a dream. And her son has a dream, and it was a really simple dream. It was a dream, and this is this straight up. This is how her son described the dream. He said, Hero Brian, Hero Brian, a character from a computer video game I've been playing, was in the basement of my house trying to kill me. Oh. So this is the mother of the child. This is the mother who was dreaming that there was a spider, a computer, a computer spider. spider, and then... This is her son's dream. That was dream number 23. 23, right. And then dream number 24 in the book. The dreams are numbered in the book. So dream 23 is the mom. Mm -hmm. Dream 24 is the son. And and he's saying there was a computer game character, and he was in the basement trying to kill me. He's in the basement trying to kill me. And it's so related to the spider dream. Yeah. And two different people. Yeah. Mom has one dream, son has the other. And if we want to categorize the son's dream, yeah. that's a fear dream. Yeah. That's a dream to tell him you don't have any hope. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna die that you're gonna die. This this you know, and probably intended initially for him to feel like if he couldn't play his game, he was gonna die. Yeah, and you know what? Do you think um that affected him as far as like helped him let go of the dream? Uh, I mean, let go of the having to play the computer when he also got a dream. You know, at first, Mom's trying to say you can't play the dream. I mean, you can't play the the game. And then now that he's had a dream, his creator, not Mom's creator, same creator, but having a relationship with her son saying, hey, I care about you. Here's a dream. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, and the son's dream impacts him. He knows something's wrong. He doesn't need an interpretation to know that there's a problem when this character from my game was wanting to kill me. Yeah, that it's that. You, honestly, you don't really need to interpret that. Yeah, this says this game could. The interpretation was simple. This game could kill you. It could have huge impact upon your life. Yeah. If you don't deal with it. And I think this is a cool dream because it's the interpretation just sort of, for me, I'm sure the son, it was just the fact this guy looked up to or that he thought was the, and this was the hero from the video game. Mm. I don't even know what the video game is. Somebody out there is going to know that character name and know exactly what video game this was. I've actually never heard of it or seen it. So I can't make judgments on it or yeah. how it would affect and you're not everybody, to, and I'm right. not trying to. But for him, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he sees this sort of hero character to him or this important character to him as a, a killer now yeah. who's going to kill him. But for me, 
not knowing anything about the game, it was the name. Mm. You know, we talked about, I think, a podcast back, how Rodney didn't have significance in the airline tickets, going to pick up the airline tickets yeah. dream we talked yeah. about. Yeah. We talked about how the name Rodney was, you know, it helped, but it wasn't that important. But in this dream, Hero Brian, the name, for me interpreting the dream, was huge. It was the thing that, I mean, not that you can't tell what the dream's about, but when I interpreted that dream for them uh, for as part of the book, basically it was that there was something they were involved in that seemed helpful or positive that was actually destructive. Mm. And that meant a lot to the family. It's what they had seen. It's yeah. what they had seen in the process of, of walking out what had happened. Right. He thought the game was great, right? but it was actually destructive. Mm. I don't know all that background when I'm looking at what's the interpretation. Mm. I just see hero, somebody who should be significant and important mm. and good, yeah. and Brian. Uh, Brian is doesn't fit. Mm. You know, if you if you look at Brian, uh, that's a mixture of salt salty and, brackish water. Yeah, salty and fresh water. Yeah, and so brine water will make you sick. Brine, you can't B-R-I-N-E. Drink, B-R-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. You can't drink that stuff. It makes you sick. Yeah. So his name's Hero, but he's actually Brian. He's actually something that's going to make you sick. Mm. And that's a cool little simple. Process where the name of the guy who's trying to kill him is talking about the deception. Remember, we said the spider yeah. weaves its web of deception, right? And the deception was, I look good on the outside, but I'm not good for you right. on the inside. You know, it makes me think about. Um, sometimes we've had dreams in the same night that we felt really gave us direction. Sometimes they're within a couple of days of each other, and I'm grateful for that. But you know, again, I like to emphasize that. We don't take actions in our life every single day based on a dream we have every single night, right? No. I mean, it's, you know, this doesn't, um, I just listen and say, how how are you speaking to me, God, you know, through my dreams? What are you revealing to me through my dreams? And, um, you know, we don't make life altering, changing decisions or how we raise our children completely every single time we have a dream. Because sometimes it may be... Not what we need to do. You know, no, we're just dreams, listening and seeking, right? Yeah, but dreams have helped us make very significant decisions. Absolutely. But they're not our only source. Right. We don't, you know, even when we've had dreams that helped us to make, I mean, literally life-changing decisions, there have been other things we've heard, other confirmations, other ways that God has spoken to us that have brought the, all the pieces together. I, I literally knew a person one time who had a hard time getting dressed in the morning if they didn't have a dream about which clothes to wear. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. I just, I mean, if you're out there listening to the <laughs> podcast, I'm sorry. Hope you're not doing that still, but it's a problem. Right. That that's not how God created us to live our lives. Now, that doesn't mean that I haven't heard. I felt like I heard from God what to wear on a certain day. I have, but it doesn't it doesn't uh, paralyze me to not hear something. You know, I don't I don't do that every single day. Or it's different to say I can't do something mm-hmm. because I haven't had a dream right. than it is to say I'm going to do something because right. the gr- dream gave me direction that's mm-hmm. valuable. 
Yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. And when we get paralyzed right. by dreaming or lack of dreaming, right. there's an issue. Right. That that's you know, nothing takes the place of relationship. Mm. And a dream can take a place of relationship to the Spirit of God. Yes. As as much as negative things mm-hmm. can. It's almost like giving too much attention to something that really it, it, that becomes the idol. We lose sight of God, and, and what we've focused on is now something that was not meant to be focused on in that way. Yeah, and, and so it's it becomes really important to have balance. Yes, good good. Dad. Everything be balanced in a way that, that's functional and allows us to grow and really use it rightly. Yeah. So, you know, the first of this we were talking, at the first of the podcast we were talking about um, uh, dream stories and and what this book is made up of, and you can you tell us again if people want to learn about um, symbols or uh, if they want to engage and submit a dream. Tell, can you tell our um, our listeners our um, how they can uh, participate or submit a dream oh, sure. if they want to? Yeah, <clears throat> we talk about this every time, but we do want to keep reminding you, and we don't want to you know beat it into the ground. But you can go to www.mydreamstories.com and there's lots of tidbits and tips and things there. There blog entries. The podcasts are there. There's also some old written blog entries. Uh, there's symbols there, written and uh, video-based symbols talking about how we distinguish them and understand the differences in them. There's a forum for interpreting dreams to submit a dream, to submit a question about a dream, to submit a question about a symbol and different ones of our interns and folks we're working with and mentoring and some master dream interpreters will help interpret the dreams that are there mm-hmm. that are posted there so just lots of tips and tools and tidbits that are out there at mydreamstories.com so and so you're wanting resource. to train some some people to be able to in, help you interpret these dreams that are being submitted right see for me i don't want to just interpret dreams for people yeah i mean that's a waste i'm it's the old story what was the old sort of parable they said if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Mm-hmm. If you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Right. That's my view of interpreting dreams. I don't want to just interpret dreams for people. Yeah. I want them to learn something about how to understand their own dreams out of the interpretations we give and the teaching and the support we give for helping out. So Yeah, I, there have been times where I've, people come up to me and say, can you interpret this dream for me? And I'll say, you know what, I can, but I want to help you begin your journey of learning how to interpret your own dreams. And it's really hard sometimes to see your own dream for what it truly is sometimes. It, it takes practice. It takes – and even now, I still, I'll say, Michael, you know, I ask you, can you help me with a little bit of a um, – just, you know, this metaphor or what could this mean, you know. And I think you do the same for me. And there are days where you're just so um, – excited and go i know exactly what that means and i do the same for you, you there's days i just don't want to hear anymore and then there are days you don't want to hear and we do it it can be exhausting sometimes when you teach on it a lot you know when people say hey can you interpret this can you it's but we're it's not that we don't want to uh it's that um sometimes we are very tired when we're you know when people ask but where we can be handicapping people and we want to say hey Will you tell me what does what do you think it means? And let me see. Let me first. help affirm you in it. Yeah, no, maybe yeah. you already know what it means, and so I I love doing that. So now I've gotten to where I just say, let me help you 
We'll walk through it together. You know, that's an interesting conversation, too, that just a real quick tidbit of a conversation. I, when I'm doing the dreams on the website and interpreting them that are submitted on the forum, uh, for a long time, I've been the only one doing the interpretations. Right. Now, we're shifting that, but there was a long time I was the only one doing the interpretations. And, you know, we don't have a – the time we're recording this, dreams are picking up on the website a lot, but it was not huge. Uh, 25, 30 dreams in a month, something like that, would be maybe 40. Mm-hmm. And you'd think, oh, man, you ought to, you shouldn't have any problem with that. Just one dream a day, you can do those. You ought to get those as soon as they come in, get them done. And yet I found myself at times a month behind, two months behind on getting dreams interpreted. Part of that's just life. When you know, you we're travel, traveling, you tra- teaching. Moving. When you're gone for a month, sometimes that's very difficult. To- yep. And so part of it's just life. But there's another side of that, and that is you don't want me to interpret your dream when I'm – in a bad place or exhausted if i've had a if i've been dealing with exhaustion if i've been dealing with uh, fear anxiety stress anger you name the different emotions they can impact the interpretation you get i don't want to give somebody an interpretation that comes from me well not only that not only that i mean you know the world does not revolve around us (laughs) You know, I mean, there's some other people that need to step up and do what God's called them to do as well. And it may just be being uh, helping with dream interpretation. It could be for a season. It may be something you do for a lifetime. We never saw ourselves doing what we're doing right now when we started back in, what was it, 2000, oh, 2001, yeah, I would have never, whatever it was. never expected that. No. So, But it's cool, and we love it. You can thank, just, thank yeah, me later can, for can, that. Can, that's fist bump for those who, <laughs> since it's not on video. And if I can see it's a fist bump. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think about that. And let me say this, too, and I don't mean this badly to anybody. If you've submitted a dream, I'm not talking about anybody in particular or any of those things. But the world, neither does, the world doesn't involve around us interpreting dreams. And neither does the world revolve around your dream. That's right. Everybody believes their dream is the most important thing that's ever happened. It is to you, possibly. It is, but there's so there's so many things it can mean. I, one example would be uh, the Twin Towers and how many people had dreams about the Twin Towers. That is a pretty significant dream. However, uh, how what type of inlet would you have had to share with governmental agencies, what kind of favor would you have had to share with governmental agencies to warn them that, hey, you think something could be coming? Would they have listened to you? Probably not, and you, you know, maybe they would have, but probably not. And so then you have to say, okay, why did I have that dream about the Twin Towers and a plane flying into it? Could it have been that God is saying to you, hey, I talked to you? Did you see that dream I gave you yesterday and then today? You saw it happen. I mean, a pretty significant communication there from God, well, right? Think about it. There, that, that We've been talking about categories of dreams, so it's a good way to close out the segment. There are some people who would have a dream about the Twin Towers that it would be a warning dream. There might be something they could do. If you're the manager of one of the towers or if you're a boss who doesn't have your people come into work that day, or maybe it's a warning dream. Right. If you're just a prayer person it might be an intercessory dream and for some people it might just be a dream that says hey you hear 
you hear from me. And That's it's okay. exactly it could, right. And it depends on who you are, what yeah. category the dream would have it's fallen true. into. It's true. So it's really, it's really an interesting thing. Yes. Well, listen, we're out of time. If you would like to support what we do, you can also run out to uh, mydreamstories.com and there's a donate button there. We would love to have your help and your support. It does cost a little bit to run these uh, episodes to record them and the equipment and the sets and where we're working from and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we don't ever charge. I, I don't know if I've ever charged for anything. It's not the way I see, um, you know, ministry, which is what this is to me, or the giving of this gift. Yeah. It's a gift. It's free. We're going to keep doing this regardless. But if it's something you want to help with and help cover costs and support, you, we would we would welcome your gifts. So you can go to mydreamstories.com and click on the donate button, and that would be a huge help and a blessing to us. Yeah. Before we say goodbye, I'd just like to tell you, I love the way you said, hero. <laughs> Great. Thank you. That thrills me so much to close the show with yep. you making fun of my pronunciation. No, of it was endearing. That's good. Thank All you. Right. I'm glad it was endearing. All right. We'll talk later. <laughs>